Hello everyone, this is the Hand and Roar creator and host Andy Barge here with a quick message before this episode starts. I'd like to share with you that I've written a book about the Scotland men's team's journey to Euro 2020 and it's being released with Pitch Publishing on the 20th of February. It's called A Nation Again and it features exclusive conversations with and the memories of more than a dozen members of the squad and staff who navigated the Nations League group and playoffs to get us back to a major tournament. So the book begins at the point Gordon Strachan leaves his position after the draw in Slovenia and culminates with a shootout win in Belgrade and it charts all the ups and downs along the way. So if this sounds like it's up your street, the book is available to pre-order just now. There should be a link on the Hand and Roar Twitter page but you can also just Google A Nation Again Pitch Publishing and you can follow the first link onto their website and it'll give you a few options from there. So I'm excited about this, nervous as well I suppose but I've had great encouragement since announcing it. It was around 18 months of hard work so it's really appreciated. Thank you to everyone for that and if you decide to pick it up I hope you enjoy reminiscing about a fairly turbulent but ultimately successful few years for the national team. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Slightly favours the right footer here, but Griffiths, having got the goal, goes again! Quick oh! and drags it down now. Long we over. Oh, what a goal! What a goal! Oh! McCulloch saved it in! Barry Ferguson! Don't miss again! It's there! And here comes up, chance goal! Scotland have scored! It's a goal! Welcome to the Hamden Roar and what is the third quarter final of our pre-European qualifiers quiz. It's a heavyweight clash. This one, it's Lewis Irons, currently of BBC Scotland and formerly of the Scottish FA against Gordon Sheark, renowned tartan scarf influencer. Gordon, I don't know, can we call you that? You're all over social media with the tartan scarf. Uh, and PR. Um, executive or some other for the frame group. So guys that are very well immersed and knowledgeable about Scotland and the Sc- uh, Scottish football and the Scottish Scotland national team. So this should be great fun. Guys, we were just talking before we clicked record that the first quarter final was um, a bit of a, a titanic tussle, wasn't it, between John Bleasdale and Barry Anderson. Don't think they'll have wanted to face each other. Alan Risk, managed to sneak past Graham Brown in the last episode. That was a slog. Uh, and, and I didn't uh, do my uh, best in that episode either as the quizmaster messing up the scores uh, on more than one occasion. But this one, I think, is... I think it has the potential to be very tight and very entertaining. We'll come to, to you first, Lewis. You've been around the Scotland national team for quite a while. Do you come into this with confidence? 
Yes and no. Yes, in my own knowledge, no, in the sense of the man I'm going up against, I know has could put me to shame on many fronts with his knowledge as well. Um, I think it, it could really go any way, to be honest. Um, but I think similar to maybe John and Barry, we've, uh, we see two guys that maybe with a fancy themselves going deep into this competition, someone's going to go home at the first hurdle. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how we get on. But I fancy, I think I won't disgrace myself, but I'd be amazed if I progress. That's all I'll say. There you go then. God and pressure on your shoulders, eh? Oh, not at all. Look, honestly, Andy, I, I don't know who you've got doing your cup draws, um, <laughs> but honestly, sure. go, go, going 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 up against a guy who it was his literal job to talk and think and know about the Scotland national football team feels like a stitch up. But I, I'm I'm up for it. I'm excited. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed listening to the first two quarterfinals. Although I must say, every time I've gotten a question right. In those ones, I thought, well, that's one I'm not going to get right on the night. Yeah. So, <laughs> a, a blessing and a curse. But now I'm excited. So you, you you sent me your answers, Gordon. You, you you played along with the one that I think it was the Alan and Graham one, yeah. did. Yeah, yep. and your answers were were pretty solid, to be honest. Lewis, have you been playing along as well? Yeah, I've been playing along. I didn't keep like tabs on my score or jot down my answers, but I found myself screaming at Alexa when I was listening to... Uh, <laughs> The guys struggled to get Charlie Adam uh, <laughs> in the, the first one. Um, there were a couple of players that I was like, oh, guys, what's happening here? But I'm I'm, I'm saying that now, and then I bet you when the spotlight's on and the pressure's on in an environment like this, when you get recorded, your brain will just go <laughs> utterly blank. So, uh, yeah, I can't criticise yet. Well, the structure remains the same. Five rounds. The first round is career paths. Second round is higher or lower cap count. Third round is lineups from a famous game. Fourth round is who scored for Scotland. And the fifth round is the home and away one. And that's the round where things can maybe take a few twists and turns because you can steal your opponent's point if they fail to get the answer correct. Now, we'll start off with the well, the, the coin toss, I suppose, which is just whoever shouts the answer first um, can then choose if they want to answer the first question or pass it on to the opponent. So this week's one is Scotland were defeated 3-1 by England at Celtic Park. Who scored? Uh, Andy Robertson. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Andy Robertson. Yeah, take a look. I, th- I think it was Lewis. I think it was Lewis. Yeah. I'm, I'm struggling to see, Gordon, that webcam of yours is a right pest. I can't see your mouth. Yeah, that's, that's a bit better. You may look like a floating head, but that's all right. Okay. Right, well, Lewis, um, do you want to go first for career paths then? If, if you do choose to go first, it means that you will go first in three of the rounds compared to two because there is a, an odd number. Uh, yeah, I would quite happily go first. I found myself criticising players like Cristiano Ronaldo when they decide to wait to hit the last penalty. Praising <laughs> <laughs> people like Messi who stand up to take it first. So I, I'll take down the mantle and go first. Okay, well career paths question one for you Lewis uh, just a quick reminder of the rules I will tell you the, se- the season that their career begins the season that they retired and if you want a half point you can choose either one of these clues only one of them the position and, and this week I'm going to be more specific with position rather than just defend a midfielder attacker I'll try and be more specific with it and if you'd rather know how many caps they got for Scotland and the range of 
the, the time frame of an international career, I can give you that clue. So you can choose either position or international career for a clue. And that will take you down to a half point if you get it after that, okay? So question number one for you, Lewis. 1986 St Mirren, Motherwell, Borussia Dortmund, Celtic, Livingston, retired 2006. Paul Lambert. It's Paul Lambert. Right. We'll start for Lewis. Now, I have and do try to make these slightly harder um, as they go on. Okay, so solid start for Lewis. Gordon, yeah, here you come. I mentioned there, the heart was fluttering, thinking I can't get <laughs> Okay, Gordon. 1985. Hibs. Celtic. Monaco. Everton. Fulham. John Collins. John Collins. 1-1. So I'll start from the both of you, no hesitations. Okay. Lewis, question two for you. 2008. Aston Villa. Loan spell at Derby. Loan spell at Blackpool. Loan spell at Leeds. Permanent move to Crystal Palace. Loan spell at Bolton. Sheffield Wednesday, where he still plays. Started at Villa. Villa, 2008. 2008? Yep. Three loan spells, Derby, Blackpool and Leeds. Permanent move to Crystal Palace. Loan spell at Bolton. Permanent move to Sheffield Wednesday, where he still plays. 2008. I don't want to invade your thought process too much. Um, The first three in this round are, are... the way that I structure it are meant to be well within your grasps and then the last two are supposed to be a wee bit harder. I should really be getting this. Gordon looks quite smug down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking at stealing face. though, so that's, you, that's just my face. Don't worry. Yeah. Go for go for the cap one for a wee curveball. Okay. So I won't tell you his possession, but between two thousand and ten in 2017, he received 27 caps. Yeah. Someone's yeah. screaming the answer at their Alexa right now, Lewis. I, I, Villa's put me off for some reason. I can't, but is it? Google with my gut. I thought it was Bannon, but I don't know about Villa for some reason. Barry Bannon is my answer. I'll lock it in. Yes, correct. Bannon. Well done. Yeah. And I couldn't remember if he was still at Wednesday now either. Yeah, you, he's been there. He's over 300 league appearances for Sheffield Wednesday. Now. He's been there for, this is his eighth season at Wednesday, yeah. The years, I don't know, 2008 doesn't feel that long ago, but it actually is quite a long time. Can, you can remember Bannon playing with like Stan Petrov and Ashley Young, yeah. John Crew and all that. And Villa were sponsored by Rover, I think it was, back in that yeah. kind of era, around about then. Yeah, I didn't want to embarrass myself by just jumping in there and losing the point, so I'm compose myself. No, it was worth it. You've got the point. Uh, the half point, sorry. Yep, the half point. Well done. Do you keep me in? Uh, check. No, give me a point. You check like. there. Yeah, after last week. Can't have a repeat of that. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, so one and a half points for Lewis. Gordon, chance for you to take the lead here. 2007, Ipswich. Loan spells at Oxford, Rochdale and Brentford. Huddersfield Town. Blackburn Rovers, Middlesbrough, Sheffield Wednesday loan, Sheffield Wednesday permanent, Norwich loan, 
Huddersfield Town again. Yep. Uh, the Huddersfield is the is the clincher here. This is a guy who I was absolutely adamant was going to be the saviour of all of our problems. Um, I'm pretty sure that's Jordan Rhodes. Correct. Well done, Jordan Rhodes. So, Gordon leads by half a point. Okay. Lewis, coming back to you. We all thought he was the same. Yeah. And he, you know what? He fucking should have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right, Lewis. 2005 Celtic. In the United Loan. Wolves. Southend United Loan. Aberdeen permanently, then Celtic, Blackburn Rovers, Wigan loan, Fleetwood loan, and Dundee United, where he currently plays. Did you, um, what year did you say, sorry? Started senior career, 2005 with Celtic, I'll run through again, Celtic, 2005, Dundee United loan, Wolves permanent, Southend United loan, Aberdeen permanent, Celtic, Blackburn, Wigan on loan, Fleetwood on loan, and in United permanent where he currently plays. God, all these clubs, I felt like it was one player and then it, a club comes in and just throws you. Um, and my head is a sieve, what year did you say again? Fuck's <laughs> 2005 when he, when he signed or when he started with Celtic, yeah, professionally. Feel free, guys, by the way, if, you, if you've got a pen and paper handy, scribble down what I'm saying uh, if, if, uh, if that will help you. Probably should have done that. I'll just make you work for it and just ask you a million times. <laughs> um, if it helps you on this one, Lewis, I have no idea. I'm just going through the United squad right now, and the lads, I'm Scottish boys. I'm thinking of. I'm like, um, again, you've got your clues if you if you need it. Not him. It's not him. It's not him. Maybe the three that were jumping out at me. There are no time restrictions in this game, just decorum. Yeah, yeah. Um, I might as well go for the go for position this time. Okay, um, it's quite hard to answer this one specifically, so I'll do the best I can while remaining impartial. He has played a large variety of positions, but at Dundee United as a centre-back. Yeah, I mean... I thought it, I didn't think it was him, but I'm just going to have to go for, just going to have to go out on a limb with him and say, Mulgrew. But it's not. Yeah, it is Mulgrew. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Eh, I was convinced it wasn't him. Yeah. Why does that weird part not sound like Mulgrew? I don't it, was the, it, was the, it was the Wolves thing. The Wolves thing threw me. He left, he, he, he left Celtic he in two, he left, he left Celtic in 2006 without making a league appearance. And he went to Wolves for a couple of years, but didn't really work out. And it wasn't until he came back to Aberdeen in 2008 that it really kicked yeah. on for, for him. And then Celtic had him for six seasons, Mulgrew. I mean, that's good going. Yeah. And then he went to Blackburn for five seasons. So, yeah. Um, Blackburn, I should have really got it when you... I forgot about Blackburn in the... But mm-hmm. I don't know why Aberdeen was throwing me as a permanent. I, I didn't think he was up there on a permanent basis for some reason. The thing that always jumps out to me with Charlie Mulgrew at Aberdeen was the Kyle Lafferty incident. Do you remember that? When yeah, they were yeah. they were head to head and Lafferty just <laughs> fell to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. VAR would have sorted that one out, Alice. Oh, absolutely. Yep. 
I can comment on that one. <laughs> half point for you then, Lewis. Yeah, okay, take that. Uh, so 2-2, two, two. Gordon, you have a question in hand. Here it comes. 2004, Wickham, and then on to Oxford, Halesowen Town, Northampton Town, Sevilla Atletico, Celta Vigo, Granada, Cadiz, Watford on loan, Watford permanent, Derby. What a career path. That is... I am pretty sure a player that we were just talking about off air and you've missed it like obviously obviously you're listening to professional clubs but I believe the very first one would have been the Glen Hoddle Academy which is why I think it's a Ketchyanya <laughs> yes the answer is a Ketchyanya Gordon <laughs> takes the lead at that point well done yeah what a an exotic career path that's um, four years he spent in Spain a Ketchyanya didn't play much, mind you. It was mostly reserve football for Celta Vigo. Uh, didn't play one single league game for Granada, but yeah, came back. But look, so so he was on loan at Cadiz in 2012, and then he was in the Scotland team probably a year later, two two years well, later. Yeah. Twenty you'd, well, 20, 2013 he made his debut, and then 2014 he scored past Manuel Moyer. Wow. Anyway, yeah, the answer is. Uh, the answer is a Ketchyanya, Gordon. You're three from three, Lewis. You've got all your answers correct so far as well, but it's a couple of half points, so it's three to, to Gordon. Now, this is the question in the round that I try to... Yeah, to get hard, right? slightly. Yeah. Right, Lewis. 1994, Hamilton Ackies. Oh. Millwall. Wraith Rovers. Hibs. Morton on loan. St Johnston permanently, Hearts, Celtic, Bristol City, Aberdeen. Really a tombola of Scottish clubs there. <laughs> uh, there certainly is. He ended his career at Aberdeen, did you say? Sorry, uh, yeah, sorry, I should have uh, forgot to give you the, the year. Ended his career at Aberdeen and that was 2011. Started 1994, Hamilton Ackies, Millwall, Wraith Rovers, Hibs, Greenock Morton on loan, St Johnston permanently, Hearts, Celtic, Bristol City, Aberdeen, retired 2011 at I think of, You try to think of the moves they've made, like who's left Celtic for Bristol is what I'm honing in on, and who's then returned to Aberdeen. The thing that, the thing that kills me in this round though is that you don't, you don't get the length of time they were at each club. So like you all yeah, you, just with those list of clubs, they could have been at like most of them for ten minutes, and then one of them is where they made their career. <laughs> yeah. Have that context. So no, clubs yeah. that like the players like when, when when there's a list of clubs this big, I, I would like to think that there are enough strands that you can associate yeah. a player with at least two or three of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God, it's a tough one. Um, Again, you've got your options for a clue there if you need them. That, this is quite a hard one. I think it's because it's they're, they're all mostly, apart from two Scottish clubs, it, it's quite easy to merge yeah. these ones. Oh, I very much so. They're all kind of blending in a wee bit. Mm-hmm. A player that we will all, that we are all very, very familiar with. It's just a, quite a standard career path, isn't it? Very much so, yeah. Do you want a clue, you want, you want a clue then? 
Uh, I go for what did I go for last time? Go caps this time. Between 2005 and 2010, he was capped for Scotland 25 times, scored one goal. God, good man, caps. And you can't let him down. He was, he was a, he was an important player for us. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a couple of players in mind, but I'm going with a heart Celtic connection. But right, I think I've narrowed it down. No, I, I definitely have these other ones out of the equation. It can well, it probably isn't this guy either. But I'm thinking it's probably centre mid Paul Hartley. Well done. Yes. Well done. Hearts and Celtic connection was the only thing. And then I was for my mind for ages thinking about Craig Gordon, and I was like, Nah. What was the last club he was at? Well done. Yeah, I, I, I'm liking I the wee half points. I'm liking the wee half points. So that's a half point in three of these for you, Lewis. Uh, so that's three points for Gordon, two and a half for you. So we've got a chance for you to stretch your lead here as we near the end of round one. So here we go. 1994, St Johnston, Blackburn Rovers, Leicester City, Preston North End. St Johnston again, where he retired in 2014. Wow. Okay. Um, retired in 2014. Back at St Johnston. Um, I mean the teams again. 94 yeah. St Johnston. Yeah. Blackburn Rovers, Leicester City, Preston, St Johnston again, where he retired. In 2014, again, you've got your positional or cap count clues if you need mm. them. Yep. I've got Preston. Um, right, okay. Um, let's take the position. Left back. Oh. Left back, right, okay. Just trying to think what, what players played left back through that era, through like late 90s, early 2000s. Um, only one, the only one I can really think of is Gary Naismith. I don't, I do not think it's him. I can tell you, I could not tell you which clubs he was at, but, oh God. Um, can I name any other left backs from that era? Lewis, you. You look like you had a light bulb moment a second ago, Lewis. If you thought I did, but thought I did, but kind of similar. I've kind of started going off like I did in the last one. It's funny how you yeah. the, your brain goes to one bit and then you start. I think I should have brought a notepad and pen actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, like I, I'm not gonna get this. I don't think so. I'll, I will say Gary Smith, and I don't expect anything. No, it's wrong. I'm afraid. First wrong yeah. answer of the quiz. The answer is Callum Davidson. <laughs> Brilliant. Callum Davidson, who was capped. Yeah, capped 19 yeah. times for Scotland. And his last cap came under George Burley in 2009. Wow. Yeah, wow. fucking long international career. 11 years. Jeez. Oh, right. So that means the score is three to two and a half in Gordon's favour. Right then, Lewis, your last career path, here it comes. 2003, Wimbledon, MK Dons, 
Exeter City, Plymouth Argyle, QPR, Nottingham Forest, Reading on loan, back to QPR permanently, Oxford United where he retired in 2020. <laughs> if anyone listening could see this pair's this pair's faces right now, it's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh, well, you've absolutely nailed it in making them progressively harder. <laughs> Two thousand and three Wimbledon, MK Dons, Exeter City, Plymouth Argyle, QPR, Nottingham Forest, Reading on loan, back to QPR permanently. Oxford United, where he retired in 2020. Again, you've got your clues, should you need them. I bet you my wee brother Luke would get this because he went through a phase of following Oxford for a wee bit. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's a family friend of ours. Uh, my dad's worked there, so Luke went down oh. to a few games. And Alex Rodriguez Gorin went there from Motherwell, so that was another reason. Oh my God, remember him? Yeah, good player. I don't think I'm going to get this. You, you might as well take a clue before you pass. Ah, give me a clue then. What did oh, I do last time? Yeah, you went, you went right, for... You surprised me. You surprised me. No, you have to pick one. <laughs> uh, go for a position then. Striker. Striker Oxford. I have a guess, but <sighs> I think I think you might know this, Gordon. I think I think I might, but you look lost, Lewis. Yeah, I'm not gonna get it. Go, I'll I'll pass. The answer is Jamie Mackey. Oh Jesus! Yep. I was thinking. I was thinking. The QPR it was the QPR. It was the QPR bit. Aguero game. Yep. QPR, yeah. Yeah, that's why I put him in. I thought, you know, that he scored a, for QPR in the Aguero game. I thought maybe that would click. Did so, he yeah, he scored the header that put QPR 2 1 up. Strange that goal was overshadowed that game. <laughs> <laughs> right, Gordon. Yeah. Fucking enjoy this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 2004, Everton. Loans at Gateshead and Stranraer. <clears throat> Walsall permanently. Coventry City. Celtic. Burnley. Southampton. Nottingham Forest on loan. Nottingham Forest permanently. Wigan. And then East Bengal in India, where he retired in 2021. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. Um, do you know what? I think, I think, I think I know this. Wow. I think, I think. No, well, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I can make a case based on a couple, of one of those connections, and I think it's the Celtic. She said Celtic to Burnley. Yes. Okay. What's the score now? Three to two and a half. Yeah. So. If I take a clue, then I can and get it. I could, I'd be a point ahead. Um, okay, that's me thinking too much. Now, do you know what? I'm going to go for it. <laughs> I think, is it Danny Fox? Oh, magnificent. Yes, it is. Well done. Wow. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely played. Wow. 
Danny wow. Fox. Danny Fox, yes, yeah. he was at Celtic. He, he was played... only at Celtic for six months, I think. Yeah, under Tony Mowbray. Yeah, Tony Mowbray. Yeah. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, had a lot of tattoos. He did, yes. Only four <laughs> caps for Scotland. Four caps between 2009 and 2012. Let me see here if I can... No, it doesn't even bother listing them. Although it does say, outside of football, Danny Fox likes to relax by watching films with thrillers, his preferred genre. Um, so, there we go. <laughs> um, right, so the score after round one, that was tight, strong from both players. It's Lewis, two and a half points, Gordon Sheer, four. I do know, and you'll have to start thinking about this before you start. Yeah. Genetically, we're behind. We're the, we're the last campaign, we were the second smallest, apart from Spain. So that means we have to pick a team tonight that kind of try and combat the height and strength. Even at that, we couldn't combat the height and strength at set place. So genetically, we'll have to work out things. I don't know, we get big women and men together, see what we can do. Um, but it is a problem for us because we have to fight harder for every ball and jump high on anybody else because it's easier for these kind of guys. Right, round two is the higher or lower rounds with regards to a player's cap count. Pretty simple. I'll name the, a benchmark player to begin with and then it's just a domino effect from there. Lewis, you went first in round one. So, Gordon, you kick off this one. You lead by one and a half points. I'll give you a benchmark of Liam Cooper, 14 caps. Does Ollie McBurney have more or less? Ollie McBurney surely has more caps than 14. That's right. Ollie McBurney has been capped 16 times. Oh. <laughs> Lewis. Not much. Not, not much. The, 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 you'll notice if, if you've listened to the first two episodes that, yeah. that it's, it's normally quite tight. I'm not going to go from, you know, 5 to 40 or anything like that. Yeah. Um, okay, so Ollie McBurney, uh, 16. Barry Robson, higher or lower? Barry Robson. Straight off the bat, I feel higher. Just go gut. Yes, by one. 17 for Barry Robson. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like a name that should have had more, but God, 17. Yeah, Barry Robson was a fucking cracking player back yeah. in kind of like 2007-8-ish. Brilliant. Uh, right, Gordon, Barry Robson, 17. Ross McCormick, higher or lower? Ross McCormick is one of those ones who you always thought should have been in teams and should have been in squads and the narrative around him was always why isn't he playing more why isn't he starting more because he was winning like player of the season awards for Leeds and you're like this guy's a great I'm pretty sure he's still one of the all time top scorers in the EFL championship which is wild that he then didn't translate that into a successful Scotland career so I think he's got a a surprisingly low tally of caps so I'm going to say lower that's correct Ross McCormick gathered 13 caps a couple of goals two goals um, but yeah he, he wasn't Lewis you you were at Motherwell when McCormick re-signed for a wee bit weren't you he never really yeah. he, he never 
really translated to the mother wolf when he rejoined either, did he? Did nothing, nah. I think he played like three times or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Lewis. Um, Ross McCormick, 13. Chris Commons, higher or lower? Oh. Oh, that's a tough one, that. They are all tough, genuinely. <laughs> yeah. Higher lower than 13 gaps. Chris Commons. The time he played, just... Oh. I don't overthink it. Uh, I'll go lower. It's correct, well done. Yes! <laughs> Your instinct is proving strong here. Yeah. yeah. Chris Commons, quite unbelievably in my opinion, the way that you feel about McCormick, Gordon, Chris Commons was only capped 12 times, but then I think it was he that decided, I don't really fancy this yeah. anymore. So, yeah, Chris Commons, 12 caps. Uh, Gordon, so just heard that Chris Commons has 12, Nathan Patterson, more or less. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, Nathan Patterson, because he uh, been in and out with injuries. Obviously, we we have played quite a few games, and uh, God. Sorry, what's the number? Th- is it the number 13? No, Chris Commons had 12. 12. 12. The number's 12. Right, okay. So it's either 11 or 13 caps, probably. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I genuinely I genuinely think he could be under than that, because I'm sure, I'm sure we have, we, we presumably, we probably have played more games than that since he made his debut, because then he... I can't remember, was, was, was the Croatia game at the Euros, was, was that his debut? And then, but then he's, he's in, 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 I'm going to say lower. Lower, yes, well done. And it is by one, 11 for Nathan Parson. Wow. Which will grow and grow. It will, surely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, right, Lewis, Nathan Patterson, 11. Johnny Russell, higher or lower? Oh, I think the amount of time he's been around that it's got to be higher. Oh, screw it. Yeah, I'll just go higher. Yeah, Johnny Russell is higher. Well done. But not by 14. much. Oh, 14, 14 caps. Can we jump? 14 caps for Johnny Russell. Uh, 100% record for both of you so far. Three, nice. three in this round. So, Gordon, Johnny Russell, 14 caps. Billy Gilmore, higher or lower? Right, Billy Gilmore. So, again, debut in twenty twenty one, but then became ever present. And I think by the end of his first year, he had ten caps. And then obviously, twenty twenty two wasn't as good a year for him, but he still made appearances and he still maybe not starting as many games, but he definitely got caps and when you consider we had the two friendlies in March and then playoffs and six Nations League games I think I think he's got just I think he's got just more than that what's, what's the number? Johnny Russell 14 I think he's got 15 I think it's higher well 
Yes, it is higher. You don't need to specify the number. It's 16 for Billy Gilmore. There you go. Nice. Well done. Higher. Lewis. Billy Gilmore, 16. Higher or lower for Chris Martin? Funny, there's just a big gut feeling about it. Um, oh, my gut is. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'll just go with my gut. My gut said lower. Wrong. Chris Martin is capped once more than Billy Gilmore. 17. 17 uh, caps. He was around for a while, wasn't he? 17 caps. So, how many is that we've got then? So, um, you started this round, didn't you, Gordon? So, yep. Yeah. So, one more each. Gordon, Chris Martin, 17. How many for his namesake, Chris Boyd? Higher or lower? Ooh. Ooh. Again, gut kicking in for me there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so the number 17. Right. Does Chris Boyd have more or fewer? I, I'm pretty sure, because I remember relatively recently making the connection that Lyndon Dykes had got more caps than Chris Boyd. And Lyndon Dykes, it feels like he's only been around for 10 minutes, whereas Chris Boyd had his whole career. And I'm pretty sure that was when Dykes had about 22, 21 caps that he went. So I'm I'm saying higher. Yes, higher for Chris Boyd. Well done. Not not by as much as you're suggesting, only won 18 caps for Chris Boyd. <sighs> wow. Decent goal record, I think. I think he scored seven times for Scotland in 18 caps. That's not bad going. Yeah. So... Gordon, 100% record for you in this round. Lewis, you've got a question in hand. Chris Boyd, 18. Matt Ritchie, higher or lower? Oh, gut just says lower. Your gut has proved strong. Well done. That's nice. correct. 16 caps for Matt Ritchie, which I, I, I'm not, mm, not, not that I'm saying. I don't think he warranted much more, but I'm surprised that it's as low as that. I feel like he was pretty much a regular for about four years, but maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Lewis, that puts you on to six and a half points. Gordon opens up a little lead on nine. So two and a half points separate you going into the lineup round. Here's the rules for the lineup before I reveal the game. 
it's two lives you both start with. If you guess a player that started the match from either side, you don't lose a life and it moves on to the next player. If you name a sub, whether they came off the bench or not, then you don't lose a life, but you have to guess again. If you name another sub immediately after that, you lose a life and it moves on to the opponent. All right? Sure thing. So the game is from summer 2017, Scotland 2, England 2. Huh. I'll, I'll give you just both actually a, a, a minute or That's, 30 seconds or a minute or so. I'm going to make, I'm gonna make a big claim. I think between the brain power of myself and Gordon, we could get all, well, all starting players. There's no clues in this round. Uh, I'll make that clear. There are no clues. Um, okay. I can't. I will not reveal positions that you're lacking in or anything like that. It's, it's up to you guys to keep track of it individually on your pen and paper. All right. So, uh, Lewis, you're up first in this one. I have the lineup written down in front of me, ready to scribble names okay. out when they're named. So, okay. whenever you're ready, Luke. I'll just go for Griffiths then. Yes. Uh, Craig Gordon. Yes. Andy Robertson. Yes. Uh, Ketchy Anya. Yes. Uh, Scott Brown. Yes. With a very hesitant tone there, Lewis. I know, I don't know. Overthinking already. Stuart Armstrong. Yes. Nice. Um, Mulgrew. Yes. Shit, I'm losing track. Mulgrew started that game, that. Um, Snowgrass. Yes. Good stuff here, guys. Three Scotland players to go. No English one. Oh, no English one's named yet. Oh, I'm hesitant to say a couple of these guys. I'll go safe just at the moment. I'll go Kane. Yes. Uh, James Morrison. Yes, well done. Nicely done. Um, Eric Dyer. Remember him playing? Yes. Um, Alan Hutton. Wrong. So that's a life lost for Gordon. Lewis? Uh, I'll go Kyle Walker. Correct. Uh, Joe Hart. Correct. Uh, Torn between two English centre backs. Uh, Chris Smalling. Yes. Oh, maybe the other one was playing as well. Uh, Marcus Rashford. Yes. Phil Jones was the other one. No. So one life left for both of you. Um, oh now, God, I've got them. No, let me let me just make it clear now. Um, whoever is the next person to lose a life, that's it. The, the other person doesn't need to follow that up with a correct one. The next person ah. to lose a life. That's the round over. 
All right. No, so now, so now we're in sudden death, and I, I get to yeah. go first. It's, it's sudden death, and right, it's, okay. it's your turn, Gordon. No subs have been named yet. Remember, you, if you name a sub, yep. you don't lose a life. You get another chance. Uh, and winner of this round, so the last man standing gets gets two points, regardless of the fact that you're both now on one life. Okay. Um, Delhi Alley. Correct. I've got down the two seconds while I update my living. Uh, you, oh, I can't ask if something's been said, can I? No, I think that would be That's not a bit fair. unfair. But I, I, I'll, I'll say to you that there are four English and two Scottish players remaining. Okay. I feel like I was confident when I said Phil Jones that when it wasn't him that it must be this other centre back. And okay. I think I said him Cahill. Yes, Gary Cahill, well done. I prematurely wrote Jones down as being just in the team. Yeah. I've this is for this is annoying because I've got a couple that I've tried to save in my back pocket till the very end. Cause they are uh, okay. Um Jake Livermore. Well done. Jake Livermore played? Yep. Did he come off the bench? Started. Started. Did he? Did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not remember that. How many English players left, sorry? Two from each country now. Two from each? Yeah. Surely he's... Aye. I've... Did you say subs are safe if, if, if this guy didn't go? Well, hey guys, it, it's it's me again, the, the terrible quiz master. Lewis, I am going to wipe out your lost life okay. because Phil Jones was on the bench, and oh. which I didn't notice, and then you followed that up with a correct answer. Yeah. So... If you had said, if I had said to you, Jones was on the bench, yeah. and you followed that up with Gary Cahill as you were planning to, then you wouldn't have lost your life. Ah, yeah. Okay. So it's not as much of a disaster as the last round. It's just that I fudged it a little bit. Okay. So um, I'm afraid that Gordon, uh, through my own negligence, uh, the gap is still one between you. Okay. Um, but if I say a sub, I have to guess again. Yeah, and if you name two subs in a row, that's when you lose a life. Got you. The two guys I've got up my sleeve were massive players, very much on the scene, but I bet you they were both on the bench. Uh, <laughs> Is it that it's your turn, Lewis, after Livermore yeah, from Gordon? Yeah. I think so, yeah, I think it's me. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll just go with it. Sterling. Bench. So, hit me with another name, and if it's wrong, then you're down to go, one life. I was going to go Scotland, but I, had a, I just have a, a funny feeling that Gordon might have said him, but for some reason I don't Tierney. Tierney's right. Yes. Tierney's right. Well done. I had a feeling if he was going to be on the bloody bench. So it stays 2-1, Gordon. You're on your last life. Lewis has yep. two remaining. Yeah. Um, this is seriously good stuff. Christoph Berra. 
Well done. Oh, nice. And that's the Scotland team done. Well done. So, I, I suppose if, um, you know, if, if all the starters get named, then I suppose I'll just have to score you based on how many lives you have left then. I, I, I've not really considered that. I never imagined that an 11 would get completed, so... Um, so how many, how many are left? Two English players and that's all. Okay. And it's up to Lewis now. Plenty of subs left on both sides. No Scottish subs named yet. I, I, I feel like I'm missing a couple of names off this. You definitely said Joe Hart. I've not written him. You said Livermore. I've not written him. I don't want to say out loud what positions I think I'm missing from this team because that might give it away. But I think God will be the top of it. Have you written down the team? I've got, I've got one more English name that I'm that I'm I know started. But have you written down the names we've guessed in our formation? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Are you missing? <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're, we're not. We're not doing this. We're not, we're not doing this. <laughs> okay. Your worst uh, absolute uh, manipulator down there. Uh, I'm trying to think of. Oh, listen, I, I don't mind saying how you but I'm I'm trying to think of English left backs, and I'm struggling. <laughs> uh, oh man. And I don't want this to dry you're, up. You're 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 two one up. Remember. Oh shit, yeah. But the, the the jeopardy here is that if you get one wrong here, Gordon's confident that he's going to get the next one right, which would keep it yeah. at one one and then serve the ball into your court at sudden death. Yeah. I can't think. What year was this game? Twenty seventeen. Aye. Okay, um, Luke Shaw. Wrong. Bench. No. Oh. Okay, so that's you down to one life as well, Lewis. Yep. Okay, so... The left back you were looking for, and it's really annoying because I, I, wish, I wish I knew the other English player that we were looking for because then I could throw it back to you on left backs and you wouldn't get it but I don't because the only one I know for a fact uh, actually no do you know what do you know what let's let, let's 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 think let's think tactically here um, I'm pretty sure he came on as a sub because he was the scorer of, of England's first goal so I'll just say him because then if I get it wrong I get another go Alex Oxley-Chamberlain yes he came off the bench Came off the bench, right? Okay, super. Well then, well then, the left back was Ryan Bertrand. Was Ryan Bertrand? Yes. Bloody hell! So that's one-one, and you have one English player remaining, and it, it can now no longer end in a draw because someone's going to have to get this wrong. One English player remaining. Loads of bench players, but that doesn't really matter much now. Winger is what I've got. Or a centre mid. Gordon, you can 
pretty much chill here um, because if Lewis if Lewis gets this right, then it ends as a draw. Yep. But if Lewis gets this wrong, then you take the two yeah. points. It's all on me then, Greg. Lovely. Yeah. Unless, unless, if Lewis does get this and it ends in a draw, unless you want to put it all on the line and keep going with the bench players. Nah, that's unfair. He's done his part. Let's cross that bridge. <laughs> do, you know, do, you know, do you know what the weirdest thing is, right? I will be honest with you. I don't know how, but I knew you were going to pick this game. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I, honestly, I don't know how. I had the strongest feeling you were going to pick this game. I, I changed. I changed it quite late on, to be honest, because the other game that I had uh, was part of uh, was part of the time frame for your specialist subject, which I then thought that's not very fair. Uh, right, I'll just make a guess here because I'm dragging this out again. Oh, this is hard. Uh, Jesse Lingard bench. Fuck. He's my. Oh! <laughs> oh! No. Oh! See, I'm thinking I'm looking just for a winger here, but I think it could be a centre mid. Maybe my formation is all wrong. I can't picture him not being in this game for some reason. But I, think I, might, I, might, I might have a name in my head if you, if you throw out. I might have. He's not been mentioned here. And you know. <laughs> Jordan Henderson. No. Shit the bed. Well, that means that Gordon is the last man standing, so he takes the two points regardless of whether he gets this right or not. But do you think you know it, Gordon? I think oh maybe, maybe. I was I was on I was on the same line as you, Lewis. I was thinking a left winger was the one we were missing. Yeah. But I know that what you've just said that it's made me rethink Tom Huddleston no the answer is damn it Adam Lallana oh for God's sake <laughs> I just forgot entirely as a footballer <laughs> okay. so as we approach round four little lead for Gordon 11 to six and a half for Lewis Scotland, as we know, have had trouble in the Faroe Islands on the last two occasions that they've played them, but they are better now. This is what happened when they met this time around. Match commentators, former Scotland winger David Provin and Bill Leslie. No promos, can't be asked. That's it. See ya. Come on. Yeah, see ya. Daft little ground, silly game. Fuck off. Right, round four is the who scored for Scotland round. The time frame here is between January 1st, 2016 and December 31st, 2017. And the, the format goes uh, Gordon Lewis, Gordon Lewis, blah, blah, blah. And who scored for Scotland in a game where they scored one goal, followed by two, and then followed by more for question number three. So, Gordon, 
Scotland won Denmark nil at Hamden in a friendly in March 2016. Who scored for Scotland? Yep. yep. This was, um, I'm pretty sure Kieran Tierney and John McGinn made their debuts in that game. Um, Matt Ritchie. Matt Ritchie is correct. Well done. There's no stealing in this round either, guys. That's reserved for the specialist subject round at the end. Right, Lewis, your question. Scotland won. Slovenia nil. March 2017 at Hamden in a World Cup qualifier. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, he came up earlier, didn't he? This this man, Christopher Martin. Yes, Christopher Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, was, he was he was booed onto the pitch. He was and then scored. Yeah. Okay, Gordon, to you. Who scored Scotland's two goals? Scotland two, Malta nil, Hamden, September twenty seventeen, in a World Cup qualifier. Also, also sorry, 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 sorry. Meant yep. to specify, uh, I've changed it for this quiz that it's point per correct score or not point per completed answer I felt that that was a bit harsh the way I was structuring that so it's now point per player named not point per completed score uh, score sheet yeah okay Um, oh god right okay I know the game I can definitely give you one of the scorers one of the scorers was a header from Berra from a corner. That's correct, yeah. Okay. The second goal in that game, I have not the faintest idea. Um, obviously, oh, no, I can't. No, I'm not even gonna, I don't even want to talk about other games because you'll, you'll mention other games. I don't want to give anything away. Um, oh. God, who scored the other goal? Was it Snodgrass? No. Fuck. It was Griff. Lee Griffiths. The ball, he, he was like two yards out, the ball hit the post and he just tapped. Ah, oh, yeah, I do remember that now. Yeah. Right, Lewis. You are trailing by four and a half points. Mm. Who scored for Scotland in Slovenia 2, Scotland 2, in Slovenia, October 2017, in a World Cup qualifier? In Slovenia? Yes. Scotland, eh, Slovenia 2, Scotland 2. I think Snodgrass scored in that game. Snodgrass is correct? Yes. Now I'm struggling. Did he? I'll go Griff. I'll just go Griff. I feel like it was Griff era. It was Griff. Great finish from the left side of the box and off the far post. So Gordon, who were Scotland's three goal scorers in Malta one, Scotland five in September uh, twenty sixteen? So that was the one. That was the one that Snodgrass scored a hat trick in. Snodgrass is correct. Snodgrass is absolutely one. Um, 
there was an absolute hilarious goal that ended up in a tap-in for somebody that I want to say was it Chris Martin? Chris Martin is correct. Okay. Um, just trying to remember all five goals. No. Um, um, Armstrong? Wrong. It was Stephen Fletcher. Damn it. He scored a good header. Okay, so Gordon, you have scored four points in this round. Lewis, you have another three up for grabs here with your final question. To add to the three you've already accumulated in this round. Lithuania, nil. Scotland, three. September 2017 in Lithuania in a World Cup qualifier. Robertson scored that game. That's a guess. Yes, he did. Absolutely easy brilliant only, goal. Easy, yeah, he's the only one I'm pretty certain of. Hmm. This was a this was a big game for us because yeah. we were. This was just when we were turning around the kind of qualifying campaign, and we thought, "Fuck if we." If we don't go to Lithuania and win, then we've got no chance. It's massive, isn't it? Yeah, we were in we were in that kind of last chance saloon because yeah. we we started so slowly in that campaign. It felt like every game was must win. Yeah, you know, we let Slovenia at home, Slovakia at home, and every game momentum just built and built and built. I remember Robertson's goal well, but I'm struggling with it. Well, I had the boys round for this game. Yeah, Paints and Trinidad were you there? I think so. Yeah. Did Armstrong open the scoring? Yes. Heather. Yeah, he did. But I'm never getting the third one. I can't for the life me remember it. Nah, I could sit here all day. I don't think I'll get it. It was a rebound finish from James MacArthur. James MacArthur? Jeez, nah, I wouldn't have got that. I don't know. If, I barely remember that. The disparity between you heading into round five is three and a half points. So many bookings in the game, was, was, the, was the, the attitude of the players a problem? No, you know, it was a big fight for, for both teams and cheats. I think it was a lot of... Fucking cheats! Well, a little trouble in the tunnel there, but that reflects, I think, the, the way the, feels, the players feel about this defeat. Gordon, you're on 15, which is the most anyone's been at at this stage. Wow. And Lewis, you're on 11 and a half, which is only half a point behind what John Bleasdale was on, if we're using him as a yardstick at this point in proceedings. A good yardstick. <laughs> okay then home and away this round is the interesting one because if you fail to get your own answer it passes to the opponent who can steal it for two points double uh, Where I, what I need to remember to do here is if somebody gets their question wrong not to immediately blurt out the correct answer that really <laughs> fucked me last week so I'm going to have to zip my lips I think 
Lewis, you won the toss at the start of the game, so you go first here. Your specialist subject, unsurprisingly, is the Steve Clark era. You worked with the SFA media and comms team during it until last summer, so lot of expectation here. Yeah. And again, I, I, I do try to make the questions incrementally harder as this round goes on, but I suppose it depends on how deep your knowledge is, whether that actually matters or not. Okay, so the gap is three and a half points. Lewis, you're up first. Who scored the first goal of the Steve Clark era for Scotland? Andy Robertson. It was Andy Robertson. Screamer against Cyprus. Cyprus. Well done. Did you not ask one of the questions about Ollie Burke's winner earlier in this round? Because I had a wee panic there thinking, Andy's repeated the question. Is this a trick? <laughs> who, yeah, who was it I asked that to? Was that maybe in the career paths one, one of the previous ones? Because Ollie Burke was definitely in that. Might have been yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, So Lewis, off to strong start. Okay. Sheikh, your specialist subject is the Euro 2016 qualification campaign. Yep. Who scored their first ever international goal in the final group game against Gibraltar? <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> oh no. That's an incredible um, goal. Right, okay, let's think about this. Um, okay. I was there, for starters, <laughs> in Faro. We won 6 0. See, now again, this, this, oh God, right, okay, this, this, this is interesting because you don't necessarily want to go into too much detail of your thinking just in case you get it wrong and it goes to the other person and <laughs> they've done, done their homework for them. Um, yep. So I'm thinking, like, obviously, I know who scored a hat trick in that game. Um, who scored their first international goal in that game I like this round because it forces Lewis to keep on his toes as well and vice versa yeah 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 do you know what actually I think because obviously we've talked about him quite a bit tonight and a lot of his goals came later than this. I think, was it Chris Martin? It's the right answer. Well done. He <sighs> opened the scoring. He opened the scoring in Gibraltar. And only scored one. two more. Only scored two more. He scored away to Malta to put us 2-1 up. And then he scored that goal against Slovenia um, that Lewis was uh, questioned on a minute ago. He, he, I know the, the Slovakia one, yeah, it went down as a skirtle OG, but I think everybody associates him. With, yeah. with that yeah good start for the period well done okay Lewis since Steve Clark took charge John McGinn is the top scorer on 15 goals who is the second highest scorer under Steve Clark McGinn scored 15 under Clark yes he'd, he'd never scored for Scotland yeah. until Clark took over I'm going to go for Dykes. Dykes is right. Well done. On eight goals for Scotland. Which is a decent return as well. I think Dykes average is about somewhere in between one and three and one and four. 
something yeah. like that. Yeah. So you're not bad. Okay, well done, Lewis. Gordon. <laughs> Gordon Strachan said he'd show Gibraltar the same respect as every other nation before lining up with a back three consisting of whom at Hamden. <laughs> yes, this was brilliant. this was some laugh. Um, because this resulted in Gibraltar scoring their first ever international goal. As, as, and also, as for example, Gordon, if you only list one or two of them here, all Lewis yep. needs to do to steal the points is complete the list. Yeah, no, that's what that should be okay. Um, it was. A back three featuring two wing backs and one centre back <laughs> with Andy Robertson left back or left side of the centre three if you want to put it that way Alan Hutton on the right and Russell Martin in the centre yeah well done <laughs> that is what a laugh same <laughs> respect as everyone I know <laughs> oh managers talk so much pish <laughs> okay, uh, Lewis. Yeah. How many friendlies has Steve Clark taken charge of with Scotland? Okay. Okay. Two to four. I'm going to try to work my way back, actually. You've got a pen and paper there, mind if you need to. Yeah, okay. It's not against the rules to write down. You're working. Yeah. I don't need I don't need the opposition or anything like that. I just need the number. I just I'm I'm just going off a kind of rough memory of games that I can remotely remember being considered friendly matches. Um gonna go for see uh, one go seven that's passed to Gordon <laughs> I so pre-Euros because again this, this was the, the crazy thing about Steve Clark is that he was manager for so long and just had no friendlies because we had Nations League and we had qualifiers and playoffs and a tournament etc um, played Netherlands and Luxembourg pre-Euros uh, last March when we should have had World Cup playoffs and didn't they got punted for Ukraine we played Poland and Austria and we just closed the year against Turkey it's five Five is right. That's the right answer. Well done. So that's two points for Gordon, who steals Lucy's third question. Okay, Gordon. Yep. Stephen Fletcher scored 10 goals for Scotland in his career. How many of them came in the Euro 2016 qualifiers? Um, a surprising amount of them. Um, so he scored hat tricks. He became the first player since I want to say Colin Steam in 1967 to score a hat trick for Scotland. Um, when he scored a hat trick against Gibraltar at home, he scored a hat trick against Gibraltar away as well. 
but I just want to. So that's he's up to six, but I just want to make absolutely sure about the other ones. Um, Germany home and away. He didn't score against Poland home and away. He didn't score against Ireland. He didn't score against. Um, who else am I missing? Germany, Poland, Ireland, Gibraltar, Georgia, of course, he didn't score. So, yeah, I think he just scored in those two games against Gibraltar, so I think he's sixth. That passes to Lewis. Fuck. <laughs> I you to get any of these wrong. I was listening to your working. So, kind of like your cap count earlier, do I go five or do I go seven? No, but he definitely did score two hat tricks, I feel. Is that a miss? Big chance for you to lose. If I get it wrong, if I get it wrong, is that it? It doesn't go back to Gordon. If you get it wrong, that's nobody gets the points. Okay, uh, I'll be that dick then uh, and just go seven. Yes. <laughs> Gordon, sorry, hang your head. He scored a screamer against Poland at Hamden. Of course he did. Of course he did. So, so, so basically, that, that round of questions, we we passed each other's back to each other. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, maybe when I was so yeah. confident in Gordon's thing being right, I was like, maybe one of the hat trick goals went down as like an own goal or something because it was mm. going down and deflected or something. I was overthinking it there, and then I went, nah, I thought I'd just be silly. Yeah, that, that amazing goal against Poland. I can't see when you were. Going through your work in there, Gordon, and you went Germany home and away, no. Yeah, yeah. Poland home and away, no. For some reason, I only <laughs> thought about Poland away. Ah, oh, yeah, Poland, that. Okay. Oh. It's gone, it's gone, move on. It's gone. Right, so the gap between you remains three and a half points, two questions to go. So. I need, to, I, need a, I need Gordon to basically get his two wrong and clear them, but. You're probably going to have to. Yeah, a couple of points at some point. Um, right, Lewis, uh, you'll probably need your pen and paper. Accumulatively, how many points has Scotland won in the Nations League under Steve Clark? <laughs> Woof. Woof. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I feel like the first campaign we ended on like five points. And then... Think think back through, as Gordon was trying to do there, you'll be able to remember the opposition from the Nations League, Clark managed in. You guys are both capable of this. If you think back... Israel Israel memories were pretty grim, but we did beat them at Hamden, but we lost away. That's three. Uh, Who else do we have? Albania, didn't we? Yes. Then um, I'm just trying to make sure I did. I'm not forgetting that any of the rogue nations league games that took charging right at the start or anything that I gave them. Definitely played Albania. God. Albania, Israel beat us. So that's six points. 
Okay, yeah, I think that. And then in our most recent campaign, we... Why did I have 10 points in my head? We played more games than that, didn't we? Our so. first group, I don't want to... I'm, I'm wary of saying too much, because I know Gordon will know them. But I feel like when I talk out loud, I'll be maybe giving Gordon little reminders, but nah, he'll know. I'm confident he'll know these. We had three teams in our first Nations League group that Steve Clark was in charge of, I'm pretty sure, and then we had four. And I'm pretty sure in that first one we beat Albania twice and beat Israel once, so that's nine. Is that definitely Clark either? Israel, yeah, it was. Nine, and then... Oh, this is... Look at your face, dude. <laughs> on your beer. Uh, and then, obviously, right, Israel again. And how did those end? Oh, this is torture. Um, I'll just go for... I'm going to say we had, like, 15 out of... What would that be? Yeah, screw it. I'll go 24 points. That's wrong. Gordon? Right. Should've so, obviously... So obviously we've we've had we've had the, we've had three Nations League campaigns. But obviously the first one was under Alex McLeish. That was when we were in the group of three, and then they reformatted things. So then under Steve Clark, we had the one where we had Czech Republic, Israel, and Slovenia. We beat Czech Republic away when they had to play their weird B team because they all had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Honest, I, I'm pretty sure we beat them at home. I'm pretty sure that was one of the games that we won 1-0 and we had one shot on target. Fraser or Dykes. Yeah, it was that another Dykes penalty? Uh, I, no. I can't. Anyway, anyway. So I think I'm giving us six points against Czech Republic. Israel, I'm sure we started that campaign at home with a goalless draw. Because that was the home, that was the the warm-up or the sort of uh, the dress rehearsal for the playoff game against Israel for Euro 2020. We drew them nil-nil. We beat Slovenia 1-0 at home. And then obviously we won the playoffs and qualified the Euros and we had Israel and Slovenia both away from home and we lost both of them. So that gives you 10 points from that first campaign. And then the most recent campaign, Ukraine, we beat at home, drew away. Ireland, we beat at home, got beat away. And Armenia, we beat home and away. So that's uh, 3, 6, 9, 12, 13. So that's 13 points. 13 plus 10, 23 points. Well done, Gordon. Superb working. There well we done. Well done. My guess is 24 points. Yeah, but you're, you you almost flipped that, loose because you were thinking of the McLeish Nations League yeah. group. Yeah. But the well, funny thing done. is, if you'd said 23, despite that working, I'd, I'd have had to accept it. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, that's a, a point. Uh, sorry, two points for Gordon. I think that might make his lead unassailable, if not just about, if not already. Um, but we'll, we'll finish it anyway, just in case. Uh, Gordon, how many own goals did Scotland benefit from in the Euro 2016 qualifiers? <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, this was amazing because it was like Maloney scored so many goals in that group and he still could have had more with own goals. Um, right, let's, let, let, let's just 
think I know it, but let's let's just run through the games chronologically anyway, just so we're sure. Um, Germany away, there wasn't one. Georgia at home, beat them 1-0, there was one. Um, then we go to Poland and there wasn't one. Ireland at home, there wasn't one. Gibraltar at home, there wasn't one. Ireland away, there was one. Maloney shot, came off John O'Shea's backside, I think. Um, Georgia away, we didn't score. Germany at home, there was one. Matt Hummels, I think. Um, Poland at home, as we know, yeah, we talked about those goals there. There wasn't one. Gibraltar away, don't think there was one. So I, I think it's three. Well done, seamless. And you got the you got the players correct. It was Hummels from Germany, O'Shea from Ireland, and then Kubuta? a guy called yeah Akaki Kubuta from Georgia at Ibrox. Maloney took a shot that deflected in off him. Maloney was the last Scotland player to score or to touch the ball before all those goals. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he could have had a, a hand more. So well done. Uh, I think I think it is settled now. I think Gordon has one. Lewis, we'll give you the last one anyway because I think this could be a real teaser for the both of you. Um, get your pen and paper ready. Eight players that were stripped in Serbia did not make it into the Euros squad. Name them. Well, I've got two straight off the bat in Ryan Jack and Kenny McLean who were injured. Then you've got Griffiths. You've got McBurney. Um... Oh. Palmer is five. I mean, did you say eight? Eight. You got five. Um. Jeez. Was Burke there? So do I need to name the eight? Yeah. Yeah. And if if you only get seven, frustratingly in this round from yeah uh, your point of view, all God needs to do is name the last one to steal the points. Um. So yeah. Uh, I feel confident with six of them, but I, I well, the six that you've named are are correct. I, w- I would have had to stop you um, by now if you'd named oh, any. Would you jump in if I, yeah. Would you jump in yeah. if I say a wrong answer? Yeah, because then you wouldn't be getting it correct. So yeah, they're all correct so far. You've got two more to go. McLean, Griffiths, McBurney, Palmer, Burke. Shit. Just going round that room and thinking about them. I literally walked round the whole group with a shirt and got it signed by every single one of them. <laughs> Patterson, Callum. Yep, yeah, Callum Patterson, well done. One more to go. It's annoying because that, that was the one that I was sitting on. Oh! He wasn't in the Euros squad. I'm positive he wasn't. Was he? No. Oh, no. Was he? I don't know if he was in Serbia. Ah, fuck it. Fleck. Ah, sorry, Lou. No, he wasn't in Serbia. So, <sighs> Gordon, you just need to name one. <laughs> oh, God. Um, that's so annoying because, yeah, Patterson was the, was the one I had written down that I was waiting. I was hoping would fall to me, but it hasn't. Um, I don't. I don't honestly know who the last one was. I I have a funny feeling it might have been one of the goalkeepers. 
I don't know why. I think it's but I think it might have been one of the goalies. I'm just trying to think who... Because obviously the three of the Euros were McLaughlin, Gordon and Marshall. So therefore... I don't know about that stage. It's 2020. Um, screw it. Liam Kelly. No, guy. Lewis, I thought you were going to get it when you had that brainwave. The answer is... Andy Considine. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm an absolute idiot. One seven out of eight. Oh is, seven out of eight is, is good going there, though, Lewis. And um, so no one gets the point there. And for reference, players that weren't involved in Serbia but then came into the squad for the Euros were Kevin Nisbet, Ryan Fraser, John Fleck, Greg Taylor, Wait, Jack Hendry. Like well, he was in the squad, but he wasn't in Serbia. So that's Nisbet, Fraser, Fleck, Greg Taylor, Jack Henry, Billy Gilmore, David Turnbull, James Forrest, who was injured for the Serbia game, and Nathan Patterson. And Shea Adams. Yes, sorry, and Shea Adams, yes, sorry, Shea Adams. Wild. That's a that's a lot of turnover. In this recent like seven months. I can't believe I forgot that Andy Considine. <laughs> I mean literally, yes or I can boogie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Lewis, you can still uh, salvage some pride with this last question. The, the gap is not actually that big. It, it's, it's been a close quiz. Uh, but Gordon, your last question is three players came off the bench in a defeat to Georgia in Tbilisi in 2015 that then went on to be part of the Euro 2020 squad. Name them. Wow. Okay. Um, three players came off the bench. So we're talking, this is like 2015. So these guys are coming off the bench to then go on and play in the Euro squad, be in the Euro squad in 2021. That's. Okay. So. Oh. Um, sorry. It's it's two players. I misread my own writing. It's two players, not three. Two. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. It's only yeah. I'm honestly not sure. Uh, like who would have been a young prospect at that time? Like. Robertson, I don't think. No, no, actually, wait, no. Robert Robertson had made his debut by then, obviously. Um, but he probably not. He probably been starting by then. Um, Stuart Armstrong. No. <sighs> Damn it, uh, Lewis. If, if you can, if you can name these two, then you you do steal the two points for for this question in particular. I'm gonna go Griff. Well, well, he wasn't in the squad. Oh, wait a minute. No, sorry. Well, I was good. My two guesses were going to be Griffiths and uh, Forrest. Well, Forrest is right. All right. Okay. Yeah, Forrest is right. Um, but the other one was Mr. Grant Hanley. Oh, my <laughs> God. Grant Hanley. There you go. My yeah. God, that one hurts even more than Considine. 
Yeah. Griff, <laughs> Griff, Griff did come off the bench in that game as well, but he, oh. um, that's why I fucked up my question because I originally had three written down and I scribbled it out kind of and written two, but forgot about that. So, oh, yeah. I um, just said that Griffiths was one of the eight that didn't make the Euro squad. You just did, did two minutes ago, yeah. So it was it was Forrest and Hanley that came off the bench uh, against Georgia. Uh, Gordon, incidentally, Robertson started that game for Scotland. Yep. Yep. Right, so that is that all wrapped up, Lewis. You got four points in the special subject round. That takes you up to 15 and a half. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven points for Gordon. Takes him up to 22. So the final score, 22 to 15 and a half. Guys, I think that was a, a a closer contested quiz than that gap probably suggests. Yep. Yeah, oh, that was good fun. a very close quiz, um, but I definitely think that you deserve to win that one, Gordon. Some of the working out that you showed there was incredible at points. <laughs> it was a real, uh, yeah, it was a real festival of quizzing. <laughs> well, Lewis, commiserations, Gordon. You were probably the favourite to go on and maybe even win this whole thing when the draw was done, all the chat and the group chat and then people on social media as well. So you've lived up to the expectation initially. See what happens when the draw for the semi-finals is made. Maybe it'll be a sheer Leesdale semi. See what goes on from there. Yeah. But anyway, Lewis. for the rest of the competition, Gordon. Yes, thank you, Lewis. Thank you. Onwards and upwards, hopefully. Oh, and thank you, Dandy. Good. Yes, good that's mastering. Enjoy Very that, good man. fun. No problem. Well done, guys. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.